Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me as always is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hello, Ellen. You say that like maybe you'd like someone else to join you, but it's just me. It's always me. It's always me. mom. <laughs> always me. No one knew. Just little old me. <laughs> Today we are going to be talking about, notice how I don't, you know, <laughs> contradict me. Yeah, whatever. You're the worst. <laughs> Today we are going to be talking about A Highlander Walks Into a Bar by Laura Trentum in today's mini episode. But first, Mom, I almost hesitate to get into this because I feel like maybe this could be a B topic for a full length episode. Mm. But what percentage of your enjoyment of a book is predicated on where you are mentally and emotionally? <laughs> Well, I think it's more than we think. I think so, too. Because, and even with movies, there have been movies, in fact, last time when we were talking about meet cutes, and we got talking about different movies and about how your feelings at different times, there were movies, like, for example, my mom passed away 15 years ago Mm -hmm. from cancer, and shortly after she died, I went and saw the movie Family Stone. Yeah. And I couldn't enjoy it at all. Which even people love. Love. And we just could not. We were like, damn this movie. <laughs> I couldn't do it because it's about a mom who's dying of cancer. And I couldn't get into it. Also, the same one around the same time was Must Love Dogs. Where, because yeah. um, well, his dad them- was starting to date other women after their mm-hmm. mom had passed away. And um, it, it was just a weird time in my life. And I couldn't get into these movies. With that said, um, yes, I think there's lots of times where things are going on in my life that alter how I receive a book. Now, my life is pretty tame, so to speak. You know, like I kind of trip through life pretty easy these days. Yeah, Um, you do. Whereas you have a little more turmoil going on, so you have tendencies to let your emotions rule how you enjoy books. But um, I think it has a lot to do with what's going on in our lives. Okay, so obviously, you guys, this is a very pointed question because um, I feel, spoiler alert, I feel like my enjoyment of this book was perhaps dampened a bit by... um, just my my headspace this week has been not great um and it's been kind of ping-pongy and all over the place um and so I was telling mom I'm like I don't know like I I can't quite get into it which Which, by the way makes it sound like you're going through something horrible but really yeah you're bringing a lot of this on yourself so (laughs) if you would just relax and go with the flow a little bit things would be fine but i have a hard time doing that uh you do yes whereas that's kind of the story of my life so (laughs) that's true um anyway maybe maybe we will push this into a bigger b topic and get you guys to weigh into um and yeah because i think maybe it's like how outside of you know factors affect affect your reading experience yeah. i guess i guess it was the book when we did meet cute the book that um someone commented that they had lost 
someone in a car accident, and so it was hard for them to read the book. So I think that... Yeah, that they had just lost a parent or something. And so I think the whole, you know, things triggering emotions, you know, is completely a personal thing, and Mm -hmm. I think it has a lot to do with how you enjoy something. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... With that said, with that said, <laughs> today we are going to be talking about A Highlander Walks Into a Bar by Laura Trentham. I'm I'm hoping I'm saying her name somewhat. I think it's Trentham, but Trentham? Trentham. But I could be Trentham. It could be either way. Yeah. We'll just kind of trim. Trent, Trent, I'll just trim. say it really fast. <laughs> so they um, won't know. So this is the first book in her Highland Georgia series, and the epilogue makes it very obvious who book two is going to be about, even though I could have guessed before then as well. well. I don't know. I was thinking it might be about Holt, but... There was a possibility, but when they introduced, when he mentions this friend who lives in Scotland, I was like, come on. (laughs) He's coming back. He's coming back. And Well, I saw the cover for the next book. So I knew it was going to have to be well, and I think the basis another the, Highlander coming to their town. Yes, and I think the basis for the series is going to be a Scottish person, person and an American person, and so maybe in the next book we'll meet a young Scottish lass who comes to Highland, and that can be who because Holt has to with, end up with someone. I mean, after his conversation yeah. um, with. Alistair, he he needs to meet someone new who he's never met before. That's the yes. whole premise of that conversation. So yes, um, so because of aforementioned uh, brain difficulties, uh, <laughs> I did not write a description this week. You guys probably could have guessed that based on uh, brain. Di- I like your brain difficulties. <laughs> That's. Sorry. That's uh, how my brain is working, that I can only come up with the term brain difficulties. Difficulties. (laughs) Um, Okay, so here is the back cover description for this book. Uh, Isabel Buchanan is fiery, funny, and never at a loss for words, but she is struck speechless when her mother returns from a trip to Scotland with a six-foot-tall, very handsome souvenir. Izzy's mother is so infatuated by the fellow that Izzy has to plan their annual Highland Games all by herself. Well, not completely by herself. The Highlander's strapping young nephew has come looking for his uncle. Alistair Blackmore has never seen a place as friendly as this small Georgia town or a girl as brilliant and beguiling. I love that word, beguiling, as <laughs> Izzy. Instead of saving his uncle, who seems to be having a lovely time, Alistair uh, decides he'd rather help Izzy with the Highland Games. Uh, show her how to dance like a Highlander, drink like a Highlander, and maybe just maybe fall in love with the Highlander. But when the games are over, where do they go from here? Mom, where do you think they go from here? (laughs) I think someone's having sex, Ellen. (laughs) I could be wrong. I think someone's having a happily ever after. Could be wrong. Okay, so Mom, what did you think of a Highlander walks into a bar? Well, I really liked this book. I thought it was just a fun, delightful little read and um pretty quick read we got through it pretty quickly Mm -hmm. i thought it was a lot of fun um so i will say once i because i was struggling to fit reading in 
this week. And so I would just kind of read here and there. And once I like sat down and had to like, Ellen, sit down and focus on this damn book. Um, I enjoyed it a lot more after once I did that. Um, I thought, yeah. I would I would say, because when I, I asked you, I said, well, where are you in the book when I was talking to you earlier? Because I know I became much more engrossed, like from about 50% on. I, yeah. I became much more engrossed in the book. Um, but I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I thought it was fun. I really like the setup of the premise for the series. I think it's a cute idea. I, I kind of like the idea of this town and... Well, it made me want to go to a Scottish festival. I want to go find one of those and I go know, to I want one. to go to Highland Games, right? <laughs> right. <Hey-o. laughs> um, <laughs> Mom, I still think we should. We need to do a trip to Scotland. I think that needs to be our next trip. I agree. Trip. I, and you guys need to stop bleeding my money out of my account. Uh, I don't know what this you guys <laughs> is, but okay. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, I really liked the setup. I thought the town was really cute and it was a fun setting for a romance, especially this kind of cross-continental romance. Oh, man, kilts. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know why they work, but they do. They are something, right? What a <laughs> and turn I, on they are. Yeah, and I loved just like all the descriptions of, gosh, I just wanted to like eat them alive. Yeah, <laughs> so lickable. Like, yeah. <laughs> That stuff was fun. Um, I guess I I kind and this was more in the beginning than towards the end, but I was having a hard time emotionally connecting. And like I said, I don't know if that's anything to do with the book or more to do with Ellen this week and the situations in which she was reading this book. Um, so. Um, that's, that's, but yes, I, I thought it was really cute. I thought it was fun. Um, and by the end, I liked it a lot more than I had at the halfway mark when I had talked to you about it. Right. Is that fair? Yes, that's fair. Okay. Um, what did you think of Izzy slash Isabella as our heroine? I loved Isabella. I thought she was hilarious. She -hmm. had some great lines. She did have some good lines. I thought she was very funny. I liked the way that, you know, he he even talks about how he'd never had so much fun having sex before, you know, that it was, he never remembered laughing so much. And um, I just thought she had some hilarious comebacks and some hilarious, like, diarrhea of the mouth moments and... Mm -hmm. I thought she was a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought she, I thought she was too. She was uh, cute. I kind of, um, <laughs> I liked, I did like the descriptions of her at the beginning and how um, they just, <laughs> that she was just always super suspicious of um, him and his uncle. And uh, I don't know, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, As was he of her and her mother. Yes. Yes. Um, Which but caused our conflict. I thought but. she was much more obvious about it <laughs> than yes. he was. Um, I have I have one gripe with her, but I'm going to save that for a question in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I thought she was cute. She was kind of a fun little spunky heroine. Um, 
and I loved her kind of word vomit, you know, and that <laughs> she just kind of said whatever. And um, talking to Europeans, they appreciate that about American people is that <laughs> we're very just loud and like brash. Just say what and, we think. and Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a good foil for him, I should say. Um, and I can commiserate with someone who feels like the least graceful person ever. Um, <laughs> As we have talked about before on the podcast. Yes, because I am not graceful at all. It stops me from going to public yoga classes because I'm like, no. Which shocks me because I am super graceful. And so... <laughs> so have we of- told stories about how often mom falls? Has that come up yet? It- Okay. Like, mom needed life alert when she was, like, 40. Well, (laughs) I've never had, like, life-threatening falls, but I do stumble a lot. Even now, though, I realize I don't pick my feet up as well as I should. And I tend, it like, a crack in the sidewalk will trip me up. (laughs) Yes, it's true. When we went to New York, she was, like, falling all over herself. fell all the time. Well, because I was looking up the lights of the big city that I'd never seen before and not looking down where I was walking, and it caused me problems. Yeah. Um, I also liked her sedan, van, double-decker bus thing and just, like, how it kept getting more and more. I thought that was funny. That was kind of a funny... Because you've had a double-decker bus full of women, so... Through line, yeah. Um, And fire ants are the worst. Yes. I, when I read that part, I thought, oh, Ellen is going to commiserate with this. <laughs> Fire ants are what made me now allergic uh, to, like, all insect poison. So thanks. Thanks, fire ants. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, so what did you think of Alistair as our hero? Um, he was dreamy. And, you know, he was... I I loved him. He was fantastic. He was I don't know. I he was great. He was great. He was yeah. the best. <laughs> he was the best. Um he he sounds pretty hot, which he does. we know is important in the and, romance genre and war kilts. Yes. Like no one's business. God bless him for that. Yes. Um, Seriously. <laughs> Um, and yeah, there, I mean, there wasn't, we'll get into the conflict. There wasn't a whole lot more personality wise about him that like super stuck out to me, I guess I'll say. Um, but you know, he he wasn't super broody and he wasn't super, I mean, he wasn't, he was just a great guy. I mean, yeah. And he, I mean, he obviously showed signs of maybe being somewhat douchey in his everyday life based on, like, his career and... Well, like, beforehand. Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. He grew out of it. And um, he did grow a beard, so God, God bless, bless him. God bless him for that as well. <laughs> Just <Truly>. God bless him. <laughs> um. Okay, next question. They are both pretty hot for each other pretty quickly like or dislike um i was on board i i liked it 
Yeah. Um, Did you want there to be more? I mean, I was fine. I think, I don't know. I, there's, there's a few issues in this where I'm like, did I like that or did I not like that? Which we're going to get into. Um, and again, I think it's just my brain difficulties um, that are just making me indecisive or something. Um, I I think I, I, I liked that it pushed things forward a little bit more quickly. And I liked that it kind of gave them some moments earlier on. And we did get to see some kind of funny moments about them being hot for each other um but i i think maybe i could have used a little bit more pushback especially like i i i found her funny when she was very like just kind of giving them the stink eye at the beginning so maybe if he had to work like a little bit harder to win her over well i was okay with it i was okay for you know a little closet cuddle and i was (laughs) I did like that. That was fun. <laughs> I was down for most of it. I didn't feel like it was rushed or, I mean, you got a hot Scott. And if nothing else, you'd think, well, like she did. She's like, I can at least have a fling. I mean, he's not going to be here forever. So I can at least, you know, do things with his body. And Yeah, which honestly, I was like, sad. I was like, come on, this is taking you this long to figure that out. Like, just <laughs> hit it and quit it. Man. Yeah, seriously. It's if, if you don't trust it, no you're yeah. not getting into anything long term. He's going to be going home. Yeah. So, exactly. and I think that's kind of where she was with it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I'm fine with it. And in some ways, like we have so many enemies to lovers and stuff. So maybe like an insta heat is a nice change of pace. I don't know if it's insta, but it was pretty quick. It was pretty insta. Whatever. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So as I got engaged m- in two weeks, so you That's know who am I to judge? Um, okay, my aforementioned hang-up with Izzy is how kind of petulant she is about her mom dating Gareth early on. Mm-hmm. Now, admittedly, she has a pretty—I mean, like, well, she has a pretty quick turnabout about halfway through, right. which coincidentally is where I started to like the book a little bit more, but. It had been 10 years. I'm sorry. I And and maybe that's insensitive. And I realize that there's going to be some like, hmm, hmm. But one, ones that you don't voice. Also, how old is she? Did we ever get? I mean, I was thinking 26, 27, 28. Okay, so that seems too old to me to be acting the way that she does. I understand like that no matter the years, like your parents starts dating someone and it's like, Oh, this is, this is a little strange for me, but I am an adult who can look and understand that my, it's been 10 years and my parents would like to move on and find happiness for the rest of their, their life on here on earth. And so the way she acted was off-putting to me, personally. Yeah, but she got over it pretty quick. It was pretty much as soon as Well, it was like halfway through the book when she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm okay with it. It was, Mom, because it was around when we were talking today. (laughs) Well, um, 
Okay. I mean, my dad got married two years after my mom died, and I, I was like, was hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, go find someone. <laughs> to take care of you besides me. <laughs> exactly. But, um, I mean, it is weird, but it's not. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But it didn't put me off on the book. I mean, it was just like she had that weird it personality didn't quirk. It put me off on the book, but... I mean, that's how she's at. That's like your first impression of her is the way she's acting about their relationship. And so it was just not the best, like, first impression of her for me to get as a reader, I guess. Well, more than her mom dating someone is her mom just bringing some rando home. That would be a little weird. And then you've got, he's in your home with you, like staying in your home with you. That would be a little weird. But that this was person. never what she talked about. I it know. Was, I understand. I understand. But I'm just saying. I mean, maybe if that was what she was feeling uncomfortable about, I would. That would be more weird to me than, yeah. you know, your mom who's, you know, your dad's been dead for 10 years. And so now your mom is dating someone else. But she's not just dating someone else. I mean, she brought some guy home from another country and he's staying in your house with you. That would be a little weird. Yeah, I get that. Um, but that was never what it was. No, that was never what it was. And now his nephew, who's not a nephew, now he has a friend <laughs> who's yeah. also staying in the house with you. And uh, But he's a hot Scot, so. So that's okay. So that's um, okay. I will say, on the flip side, I did totally side with her and like, seriously like her mom was like oh i'm sorry we were i planned for us to go on a picnic and i'd be like you know what screw you i'm doing this whole thing by myself like you know that i would be pissed at you (laughs) if you did that to me well not only that but because she did that multiple times multiple times oh yeah can you guys go and do that can you take care of all this by yourself because we're gonna go do this other thing and that would be like um yeah, so you're just dumping this whole thing on me because you brought, uh-huh. yeah, Mr. Highland home. You brought this guy home in the worst time of the year for us? Oh, right. perfect. Yeah. I would yeah. get like if she did it once, but she did it multiple times. Multiple times. And so I did side with her on that. Like I did get being petulant about that because <laughs> right. I would be I understood too. that too. First of all, you and I, I, just imagining you and I trying to plan something like that together, we would probably have killed each other Well, within first the first of all, year. I would have it all planned, and I would just boss you around. And I would just pay for everything. <laughs> yes. That is the basis of our relationship. Yes, it's true. Um, it works for me, though. Yeah. I raised was- you to do this thing, Ellen. This thing is how I raised, this is what I raised you for. That was basically our trip to England was I planned yes. the whole thing and bossed you around thing. the whole time and, and you paid for everything. For and I paid for everything and then had to walk all over effing England. But, yep. you know, that was another story. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What did you think about the conflict? This is another thing that I'm, I go back and forth on. So what did you think of the conflict and the resolution? I didn't think it was that bad first of all i could see it coming from 100 miles away and um it resolved itself pretty quickly i i understood why why she was mad about 
the whole his company trying to take over their property. That I understood. I thought she overreacted a bit with him, with Gareth being an earl. Because to me, it's like, oh, I would totally understand why he didn't want to say right away that he was an earl (laughs) to some chick he just met. And, um, you know, keeping that a secret seems like, like not a big deal to me. Like that would not, I didn't have a problem with that. Um, I had a problem with him, her thinking that he sold her out to his company, but then they got over that pretty quick. Um, I mean, the thing is, is she got over that about as quickly as she got over Gareth and him lying. So my thing with the conflict is you can see all of it coming from a mile away. Like they're keeping the secret. It's going to blow up in their face, obviously. Um, and that's fine. That right. is usually the case. Um, and I can't tell if I was disappointed or delighted that it resolved itself pretty seamlessly. She, they both think about Rose and Izzy both think about it and they're like, you know what? I get it. I get why I get why they lied about who they are and their relationship to each other. I get why he looked into our house. You know, I get that it got away from him. And, okay, we're cool. <laughs> well, I and, was fine with it because if it had dragged on more, then it would have bugged me because yeah, they were both kind of, I mean, even the whole thing with his company trying to take over her, because he didn't resolve that. That was resolved outside of him who mm-hmm. caused the problem. Mm-hmm. But he didn't mean to cause the problem. And I think that that's kind of understandable. He just wanted to look into their house situation because he wasn't he didn't know anything about him and like she said she said i would have done the same thing if i'd had the resources yeah and um so so i did appreciate that she was so rational about like okay i get it and and i thought that like the conversation between her and her mom was sweet and i liked you know i liked the advice that her mom gave her um I don't want to get my Kindle right now, so I'll summarize. But basically just, you know, you're, no relationship is perfect. Right. No Everybody's going to make no mistakes. No relationship is perfect. Don't keep a tally. Just think of, you know, keep a tally of the good things and remember those. And you'll be much happier in that relationship. And um, so I thought that was good. Also, I will say, so... Conflict was written on the wall, and the resolution was also written on the wall almost from jump. I mean, I right. was I was calling from like the beginning that well, one of them that- is going to end up in one of the one of the couples is going to stay in Stonehaven, and one of the couples is going to go back right. to Scotland. I saw that coming too, and I knew it was going to be him going back to Scotland because yeah, he had no I did job. Too. But, well, um, and especially when he starts like getting all wistful and nostalgic for. Right. For, uh, but I probably. even figured out, I thought, this is going to blow up right before the games, and then he's going to play in the games, and she's going to, you know, get all swoony at him doing that. That's the perfect lead into my next question. Would his grand gesture at the Highland Games have worked on you? 
Because it would have worked on <laughs> me. It worked on me. Yes, it would have worked on me. Um, it's like, yeah, you throw that line. The thing about his oh. grand gesture isn't so much what he did, but what everybody else did to help him yeah. with his grand gesture, which was super sweet and cute. Yeah. And um, I thought that was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, all the guys getting drunk and him him explaining their night and how... I'm pretty sure I called and told my boss off. I'm pretty, I think it was epic, but I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. And I liked how um, she's like, I think something's afoot. You know, Dr. Jameson keeps hinting at something, but they were all very drunk. So it's hard to, <laughs> seems like they had a pretty reckless night. Um, yeah, I thought it was, yeah, you're right. It Like his grand gesture was, it was cute, but the whole town kind of getting together to make to it happen for her was cute. Um, okay, let's talk about sex, baby. This was rather mom-friendly. It was mom-friendly. Um, it was a good mix of, because uh, it, it, it got, here's what, here's what I liked about it. It, it sort of got into some things. It described some things, but it had a very fun... <laughs> Right. They were having a lot of fun while they were having sex, and I thought that was cute. And That was and cute. Funny. And I liked um, that then after that, you know, we didn't have to have a lot of description. They had sex. We knew about the sex. You know, a lot of it was um, told in retrospect, you know, and like a... And then after that, we did this in the shower. Mm-hmm. But... Because um, it's really the only one sex... Like It's only the one sex scene, and then yeah. it's just... But it was just cute and it did a good job of showing how their relationship kind of evolved and it was good yeah um what was your spooniest moment okay and ours are probably the same well i came up with two and if you take both of them i'm gonna well then i'll because i came up with two as well but i'm only gonna say one okay him walking into that bar in that kilt and just taking her by the hand. And she's like, oh, I guess I got to go now. And just, we're yeah. going to go do this now. And she's like, okay, yes, sir. That was kind of my top pick. But my other pick that I also liked was the Field of Flowers kiss. Yes, that was good. And I liked the closet. I li- The yeah. thing I liked about the closet scene is them sharing their secrets with each other. I thought that was Yeah, that was good. good. And just the whole idea of, you know, somehow in the dark, we're outside of the other world, and so we can mm-hmm. be different. Um, but that scene when he walks in in that kilt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's all macho, aggresso. Yeah. And- he's just super, okay, you're, you're mine. We're and they're just kind now. of like eyes locked, like. drawing into each other and And no one else is in the room because they're only looking at each other and she can't take her eyes off of him in that kilt and it just sounds amazing Mm -hmm. yeah that yeah that was that was the number one for sure um yeah um any other thoughts before we get into everybody else's thoughts uh no i really liked this book i thought it was fun yeah i thought i and and maybe it's because you know, Meet Cute kind of had a a deeper side to it. I mean, we've read some deep ones, and it's like, you know, and even uh, the Mariana Zapata, you know, mm-hmm. we just, so this was just kind of a, huh, this was fun. This was a yeah. fun read. Yeah. So. um, And I think it's, 
possible that for me this one suffered from some first book itis, which I sometimes you don't know until you get to the second book. Um, but I I am excited. You know, we didn't meet Ian for very long, but I I did really like Anna. I thought she was a fun character, and I think from what we got of Ian that they'll be a fun pair. And so right. I I probably will, you know, the famous will read. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to read. She's not going to yeah. read. But I'll read and tell her about it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but I would, I am interested to at least hear how the second book is. And some <laughs> someday I'll read it. Someday. Someday. I'll just like, you put all these books on a Kindle and then someday when I'm retired and your age, I'll just go back and read all these. Read all these books. Yeah. These. Yeah. Sure, Ellen. Just, <laughs> you're just going to still be using my Kindle account when you're retired. Yeah. <laughs> How sad are you? <laughs> I'm going to milk that well till it's dry. Um, okay, so Jessica, listener Jessica, respectfully asked that we come up with a code name for Alistair because she has a son that his name is Alistair and so she does not like to think of her son being described as hot in a kilt I suppose um I'm sorry that we did not honor that request (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know what we'd call him Allie Al Al which is not a hot name no bless Al's heart um (laughs) so Lauren said so we only got two uh, feedback comments on this one and both of them are kind of men's um so Lauren says ugh I read this book last week total miss for me and I usually love Scottish heroes the only reason I finished and didn't skip 60% of the book to read the end was because I have been following along the podcast and wanted to be able to follow along (laughs) well there you go um Aaron said my library doesn't have it either so I read many of the review reviews before buying the book which created high expectations apparently they were too high because I thought it was just okay there were some funny lines and the magic bits were sweet everything felt very surface level so I didn't really connect with the characters or get too invested in their stories also it hurt my midwest accented brain to swing between a southern accent and a scottish accent (laughs) I did have a hard time with that too to be honest um, so maybe my lack of emotional connection was not all brain difficulties. Well, let me tell you one thing that did bother me. Okay. And I think this is, I don't know if it's totally a Kindle thing. There were a lot of, um. Typos. Typos in this. A lot. To the point where sometimes I was like, is he just saying it weird because it's Scottish or is it no. written wrong or do you yeah, know what I mean? Was, Where it was. Yeah. And, well, because not all of them were him saying them. Yeah. So there were a lot in this book. And I, we've had this before with books. And I don't know if it's a publisher thing. Well, the thing, thing. is, it's like we it's can't. Kindle thing. Especially not on these newer books because they're basically made for e-readers these days. Right. I think the ones where we can maybe think that it's. Kindle formatting is where they take older books and put them into On ebook format. Um, but I think a lot of it is with these kind of more 
indie publishers, they just don't have as many resources to hardcore edit a book like some of the bigger publishers do. And because we do see it more with kind of the smaller publishing houses. Um, There were a lot of words left out. I mean, that was, or misused words. I don't know, but... Yeah. Here's a question because I've seen this a couple times and I I don't maybe this is just a regional thing. Is it honing in on or homing in on? Um I think both okay work. Okay. Cuz I would say honing in on something. Yeah. Before I would say homing in. But on I understand like homing in on does make as much sense as honing in on. Um, that was just one that I saw and I was like, oh, well, homing would mean like you're like have a direction that you're going. Honing would be like you're like narrowing Zeroing something down on. To, to something. So they're essentially the same thing, but, um, somewhat, I, I think the phrase is honing in on. Yeah. I could be wrong. But do but, you know what I mean? I'm wondering yeah. if it's like a regional difference. I don't know. It could be. Um, Anyway, that's a small. Thing. I have not spent a lot of time myself in the South, like at all. Yeah, it's like, like the, the farthest... one area of the country we have not lived in. Yeah, because the one, the farthest South I've been is South Carolina. Um, and, and the farthest South we lived was Texas, but we right. never lived like in the deep South. No. And Texas, we even lived in Northern Texas. So, yeah. You know, it wasn't deep Texas. So well, you lived in Austin, but they're very cityized. They're not. Yeah, for sure. I think um, most people in Austin are from California these days. So yeah, and then we lived in Lubbock, and it's not, you know, and and both, you know, that was we were on the Air Force Base, so there wasn't yeah. a lot of stuff. So I haven't had a lot of experience with just really heavy Southern accents. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know about yeah. regional dialect. Yeah. yeah, other than reading. Winston Brother books. <laughs> That's all the experience you need. That's all the experience I have. <laughs> um, okay, so kind of mixed reaction. Well, I would say not even mixed reactions on the book um, from the listeners, but uh, mixed reactions between the listeners and ourselves, I would say. Um, so kind of interesting. So if uh, we get more, I'd like to hear what other people think of the book as well. Um, so those are our... Well, and I think oh, a lot of it goes back to what we were talking about before about you know, where are you? See, I'm, I'm in a pretty easygoing place right now. So just reading something fun and light was fun for me. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. where you struggled through it because you're creating all this drama in your life. I think I would have life. struggled through just about yes. anything this anything. week. So. Yes. Um, okay, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on A Highlander Walks Into a Bar by Laura Trindham. I do like... The name of the book, by the way. Yeah, it is fun. And and that was my swooniest moment when he walked into the bar. When he walked into a bar. It's true. She knew knew what to bank the book on. Um, We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and our Instagram, which are both at NotYourMom'sRom, or you can email us at NotYourMom'sRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like just a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On October 14th, we will be discussing Making Faces by Amy Harmon, which I believe is going to put us back into the heavier 
uh, <laughs> subject matter category. Yeah. Uh, remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show, and we just love to read them. All right. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, Ellen. See you next time. Bye. Bye.